Praise God and welcome Love to Live Deliverance Amen. Praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. My name is Apostle Lemon Overton. We have Evangelist Janice Taylor. She's in the room tonight. The weight of your worship. We're going to start this off with a song from Evangelist uh, Janice Taylor. I got joy, and then we're going to give the mic to Evangelist Janice Taylor. Now, out of spending at 12 o'clock, that whole, that gives me some more time for 
more other things. Without further ado, Evangelist Janet Taylor. Well, 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 come on in the room. This is your host, Evangelist Janet Taylor. Welcome to Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. For those of you who are just tuning in, you can find us on the internet at www.wallsoffiredeliveranceMIN.com. And if you'd like to reach us by email, you can do so at JET245 at MSN.com. The phone number to our ministry is area code 336-830-0601. Glory be to God. And our mailing address is P.O. Box 1148, Walkertown, North Carolina, 27105. Um, I'd like to just give a, a word to those who were tuned in on last week. Um, uh, a lot of the music from my CD was featured by Apostle Emmett Overton. Um, the name of that CD is A New Beginning. You can get that CD at um, cdbaby.com. You can go on cdbaby.com and get that CD. It's also on iTunes. You can get that CD on iTunes, Janet Taylor, A New Beginning. And um, uh, you can also, there's one other place I have to remember the name of it. Uh, there's another uh, site that that song, I Got Joy, is at. So anyway, I'll think of it before we get off the broadcast. Um, I just want to let everybody know that um, I'm excited to be here with you all on tonight. And I'd like to invite everyone to, who is listening to the sound of my voice to join us Monday through Saturday at 12 noon for the sweet hour of prayer. Jesus said, can you not pray with me? for one hour? And the answer is yes, Lord. So we pray Monday through Saturday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And on Sunday night, we pray at 8 p.m. For those who would like to tune in and join us, that number is 425-436-6333. Again, the number to the prayer line is 425 425- Four three six six three three three, and the access code is seven one six five zero five zero, followed by the pound sign. If you have a prayer need, or if you like to pray, if you are a prayer warrior, join us Monday through Saturday at twelve noon Eastern Standard Time, and on Sunday night at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the sweet hour of prayer. Now, we have a great word for you tonight, a great message from the Lord. Glory be to God. And it's it's a topic that we're very familiar with, but I don't think we understand it. So the Lord dropped in my spirit the weight of your worship. Now, I'm a worshiper. I love to worship God. I 
The Bible says, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. So that is expected of everyone, but not everyone can worship God or knows how to worship God. When you worship God, you actually go behind the veil. Glory be to God. You're in the presence of the Lord. Worship will usher you into the presence of the Lord. And I don't think we understand worship. We think worship is a song, but worship is more than a song. Worship is a, 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 a it's the heart. It's what's in your heart. It's intimacy with God. That's worship. Glory be to God. So I want to um, elaborate, just take a little time tonight and elaborate on the weight. That's W-E-I-G-H-T, the weight of your worship, because I don't believe that many believers understand that worship carries weight. Glory be to God. There's a heavy anointing on a worshiper. Glory be to God, a true worshiper. Now, we know that 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 states that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So God has given his children web of mass destruction to use in spiritual warfare. And these weapons, they are mighty. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And let me let, let me tell you what a few of them are. One is the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. That's why people should not take the Lord's name in vain and use it as a cuss word. They have no idea uh, the blasphemy that they are committing. Another weapon of mass destruction is the word of God. When you have the word of God hidden inside your heart, the Bible says it will be a well of water springing up into everlasting life. But the word of God is also known as the sword of the spirit. And this is how we cut off the head of the serpent. Glory be to God with the word of God. You actually cut his head off with the word. We remember when Jesus was tempted of the enemy in Matthew, hallelujah, chapter 4, and he took him uh, up. He was in this mountain, and he was fasting for 40 days, and the enemy came to him and tried to tempt him three times. But each time, Jesus gave the enemy the word of God. And, you know, that slate, he finally had to sliver away because he knew he could not do anything uh, uh, with the word. He could not come against the word. He tried to even quote it, but he misquoted the word. And he, 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 he had, in his mouth, the word had no power. But in our mouth, the word is powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. And prayer, prayer coupled with fasting is a powerful, powerful weapon of mass destruction. Prayer by itself, because the Bible says that the effectual, 
demons that don't want to give up their territory, that don't want to come out. Prayer and fasting, Jesus said, this kind cometh out but by prayer and fasting. Glory be to God. So that's four weapons of mass destruction that I've given you. But I have some more that I want to talk about tonight. The blood of Jesus is a weapon. Glory be to God. And when that blood is applied properly, glory be to God, it will defeat your enemy every time. Holy Spirit is a weapon of mass destruction. Glory be to God in the highest. And um, when believers know their right, spirit will back you up. Glory be to God. And praise is a weapon. The Bible says that he has given us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and the joy of the Lord is our strength. See, when you're praising God, you got joy. That's why uh, God gave me that song, I Got Joy, because I think of all the things that I've been through in my life, but I got joy, glory be to God in the highest, and worship. I'm listing it last, but it is definitely not the least. There is uh, uh, a weight to your worship. Worship is heavy. And and I want to talk to the body of Christ tonight, those that are tuned in. I want to talk to you about the weight of worship, how how, how, uh, worship carries a heavy anointing with it. Now, all of these weapons of mass destruction are powerful and can be used uh, properly to defeat our enemy, Satan. But tonight, I'm going to teach you about the weight of your worship. Now, when I first got saved, um, I, 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 I joined the church, and um, that's where um, God uh, laid the foundation for me. In, in ministry, a strong foundation by the man of God, and um, praising church. We sh- we jumped, we shouted, and um, we spoke in tongues. And, you know, uh, 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 Pentecostal, apostolic, all the way. And um, I'm so thankful for that uh, beginning because that was the foundation that the Lord uh, laid for me. And you know, if you don't have a strong foundation, the building will fall eventually. But then I moved on some years later. I moved on to another church, and um, there was something different about this church. The pastor's wife, she had an anointing for worship. Boy, she was a true worshiper, and I had never entered into the presence of the Lord like I did in this particular church. I mean, the worship, it was heavy. It was just heavy. The glory would come down. There were, there were times that the pastor didn't even get a chance to preach because of the worship, the weight of the worship, the glory, glory be to God. There was always a cloud in that church, glory be to God. And um, so we know that God inhabits the praises of his people, 
That's Psalm 22 and 3. And the Bible tells us praise steals the avenger in Psalm 8 and 2. And uh, we are commanded uh, in Psalm 150 to let everything that have breath praise the Lord. But there is a distinct difference between praise and worship. And I learned this, I, I learned this very early in my walk with the Lord, and I'm so thankful that I did. Now, a lot of times people think praise is a fast song and worship is a slow song, but that is not the meaning of worship. Praise is about God, but worship is to God. It's like sitting down singing a love song to God. It is a place of intimacy. And um, true worship comes, it emerges from deep within your heart. It comes out of a place, glory be to God, that is only reserved for God. And then you give that worship back to God. Um, you don't need music. Um, to worship the Lord. I sit down sometimes, as a matter of fact, this just happened to me about an hour ago. I sat down and began to um, think on something that God just recently did for me. I began to worship him, and the tears were just streaming down my face because I want Abba to know that I know that it was him who did it, and I was thanking him from a place of intimacy. It's not like you tell somebody, thank you for this gift or thank you for buying me something to eat or thank you for that coat or that car. No, 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 no. This is different. Uh, 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 worship emerges from deep within the heart. Glory be to God. I hope that I'm explaining this right. And only those who really know Jesus can truly worship him. That's why we hear in uh, John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, it says, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. I, I want to tell you something. We were created to worship the Lord. Glory be to God. The angels in heaven worship the Lord. They bow before him around his throne, and they cry, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. The seraphim and the cherubim, they worship him. Glory be to God in the highest. And verse 24 says that God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You see, anybody can sing a song, glory be to God. And if it's got a, a, a nice beat, uh, you'll find yourself singing it, even though it's not stemming from your heart. But worship stems from your heart. It, 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 it's a love song to God. It, it, it's intimacy. It, it's, it's like you, you he's your lover, and you're pouring out your love on him. 
Glory be to God. And this is why only those who really, really know Jesus can truly worship him. As I said, a true worshiper does not need music. The music, glory be to God, is only an uh, 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 added uh, benefit. But a true worshiper uses his heart and his voice to worship God. His voice becomes the instrument. And, 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 and a true worshiper just pours out his love upon God. Worship is heavy. It carries weight, the weight of his glory. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, there's a cloud. I've seen the glory cloud come down when the worship authentic and, and, and genuine and very intimate. I've actually seen the cloud. The room was filled with smoke. That's why I don't understand these churches today that bring these smoke machines out on their platforms and, and, and try to create or fabricate a move of God. You cannot fabricate or manufacture a move of God. You see, when the when the glory comes down, hallelujah, nobody can do anything. You Let's go to 2 Chronicles, glory be to God, um, chapter 7. Let's look at 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, hallelujah. And, and, and I want you to see this for yourself. Glory be to God. And we're going to look at verses 1 and 2. It says, now when Solomon had made an end of praying, you see, Solomon was dedicating the temple unto the Lord. And he was praying from the depths of his heart. Nobody uh, was telling Solomon what to say. There were no cue cards around saying this is what you need to be saying. Solomon was talking to God out of the depths of his heart. And when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple and the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. Glory, hallelujah. I have been in worship services that were like that. The glory came down, hallelujah. Nobody could talk. Everybody lay prostrate on their face, hallelujah. I was weeping before the Lord because I realized when God is in the room, he is so holy and I am so unworthy to even be in his holy presence. So I wept before the Lord. And this has happened to me on more than one occasion. I have been in services that were so full of worship that the glory came down and we were just all slain in the spirit. Nobody could do anything. It was no point in, in, in trying to carry on with the order of service. The program went out the window. Why? Because the presence of the Lord was in the room. Glory be to God. And there is no form or formality. Glory be to God. When he shows up, glory be to God. It's all about him. Glory be to God. You can hardly bear 
the glory. Hallelujah. I tell you, there's a weight. There's a weight to the worship. It's a heavy, a heavy anointing. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And it's a pity we don't have services like that today. Glory be to God, where the glory of the Lord will fill the house. And, 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 and when, 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 when we go back to that, I tell you, nobody, nobody will have to bring a smoke machine out on their stage again. You know, when I was young uh, uh, and, and didn't know the Lord and used to go to uh, concerts, uh, that's what sinners did. They brought the smoke machines out. But when I saw uh, the church doing that, I said, what in the world? I remember one time I was asleep. Uh, it had to be 2005, six or seven. I can't remember exactly what year, but I woke up in the middle of the night and my house, my entire field with the clouds. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I saw it. I saw it. My bedroom door was open and I looked down my hallway and as far as my eye could see, there was white smoke in my house and my house was not on fire. It was the glory. It was the cloud. It had come down. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And I knew I was in the presence of the Lord. I couldn't even move. Glory be to God in the highest. When is the last time that you experienced the glory? The weight of your worship is what brings the glory. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so, um, I, uh, 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 in Second Chronicles, hallelujah, the cloud came down and filled the temple. Glory be to God. Let's look at uh, Revelation, Revelation chapter 15 and verse 8. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to God. And this is what it says. Hallelujah. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple. Glory be to God. Till the seven plagues of the seven angels were filled. That's what's going to happen, but I have experienced it. I have already been in the glory. Hallelujah. The glory will come down. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 as a result of true and pure worship. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your worship carries a certain weight to it. Your worship, hallelujah, will open the door to the throne of God, giving you access to the throne of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's look at Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We want to look at Isaiah chapter 6. Hallelujah. When um, Isaiah saw the Lord, hallelujah. And it says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled 
the temple. That's the train of his robe. And it stood, above it stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings. With twain, he covered his face. And with twain, he covered his feet. And with twain, twain means two, he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. Glory be to God. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. You see, Isaiah knew that he was in the presence of the king, and he knew that he was just a man, and he was not worthy to be in God's holy presence. So he said, woe is me. In other words, I'm completely wrecked. I'm undone. Glory be to God. I, 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 I don't even belong here. He said, I, I, I'm a man. Glory be to God. I'm, I'm not holy like God. I'm just a man, and I dwell. I, I, I have unclean lips. And I have unclean thoughts, and, and I have my heart is not clean. And he said, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. You see, when, when the glory comes down, hallelujah, as a result of the weight of your worship, the only thing you can do is lay prostrate before him because we're not even worthy to Stand. This human flesh is not worthy to stand in the presence of a holy God. And each time this has happened to me, I could do nothing but weep in his presence. My God, because like Isaiah the prophet, I know that I am a man of unclean lips, and I am a man of flesh. Glory be to God, which is corrupt and unclean, and, 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 and I know that God is holy. Glory be to God. God is holy. Hallelujah. He is so holy. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Isaiah saw the holiness of God, and he knew, he knew that he did not deserve to see that and live. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And he confessed that he was a man of unclean lips. And the angel of the Lord came and put a live coal to his mouth and purged his mouth. Glory be to God in the height. Woo! I feel, ah, I feel the presence of the Lord in here tonight. Psalm 1611 states, 
in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand, there are pleasures evermore. Glory be to God. Your worship will open doors and give you access. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Acts chapter 16. Glory be to God. It will give you access into the spiritual realm as well as in the natural realm. So we just saw it in the spiritual realm what Isaiah saw and, and what Solomon experienced. Let's look at what happened in Acts chapter 16 in the natural realm. That worship opened the door. Glory be to God. And the Bible says, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Glory be to God. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loose. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Luke, Luke chapter 4 and verse 18 uh, 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 gives us a look at that. It says, Jesus went into the temple and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to preach. Uh, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty, that's to loose the captives and to, to break their bands, glory be to God, to set at liberty them that are bound. Hallelujah. I'd like to read it to you from Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 61. Glory be to God. Isaiah says it this way. Hallelujah. He said, the spirit of the Lord, and Jesus uh, was quoting from Isaiah when, um, when he stated it in Luke 4 and 18. He said, the spirit of the Lord, God, is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Glory be to God. So what happened here in Acts chapter 16 was that Paul and Silas were worshiping and praising the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the prisoners heard them. Now, here they are in prison, and they are pouring out their heart to God. They're pouring out their love upon the Lord. That in itself seems uh, to be an oxymoron because, you know, uh, they're in jail. But they counted it such a joy and such a privilege to be in jail for the cause of Christ. Glory be to God. And they began to worship the Lord and praise his name. You see, their praise and their worship was not conditional. Their love for God was not conditional. 
They didn't care where they were. They didn't care what their situation was. He was still God. Hallelujah. And they decided to worship him and to give him the praise that is due his holy name, even in prison. Glory be to God. And the Bible says at midnight, glory be to God, they were praying and singing hymns unto God. Hallelujah. And the prisoners witnessed it. The prisoners heard them. Glory be to God. I can't imagine. They were wondering, well, what in the world are they so happy about? Hallelujah. But they did not know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in verse 26, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Glory. Hallelujah. You see, God is responding to their worship. Hallelujah. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Hallelujah. And immediately all the doors, not some of them, but all the doors were open and every man's chains and shackles were loose. Glory be to God. That's what worship will do for you. It will open doors for you and loose your shackles. Glory be to God. You know, we like to sing a song in the church. I am free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. Glory be to God in the highest. These men were free. They were in prison, but they were free. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Because they knew Jesus. Hallelujah. And they knew that he reigned. Glory be to God. And they knew that he was worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. So it didn't matter where they were. It didn't matter what they were going through. Hallelujah. They still gave God the praise. They still worshiped the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, hallelujah, that the king of glory shall come in. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? He is the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. When you learn how to wait, how to worship the Lord when you learn the weight of your worship. Hallelujah. It won't matter what you're going through. It won't matter what it looks like. It won't matter what's on the x-ray. It won't matter what the blood test results are. It won't matter who comes and who goes. It won't matter who's with you and who walks away from you. As long as you got King Jesus, glory be to God in the highest, and you got a made-up mind, for God I'll live, and for God I'll die, Job said it. He said, if he slay me, yet will I trust him. Job said, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Your worship carries weight. I pray that you get this thing tonight. There is a weight to your worship. Glory be to God. Worship is a heavy mantle. Glory be to God. And not everybody, not everybody, not everybody has it. Most people have not been taught how to worship God in sincerity and in truth. Yeah, they'll sing a worship song. When the song is over, when the music stops, they stop. 
Glory be to God. You got to be in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. Falling in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what that's where you got to be. Glory be to God. It reminds me of the woman that had the alabaster box and Jesus was invited to dinner at a Pharisee's house and this woman went in there uninvited and she broke that she broke that alabaster box and she began to pour it on him and she got down at his feet and she began to kiss his feet and she began to weep and then she washed his feet with her tears and wiped it with her hair. Why did this woman do this? Because she was a woman in love with Jesus. Out of her, Jesus had cast seven devils. Glory be to God. And she was a woman that was so grateful. She was so thankful. She would never forget what Jesus done for her. Glory be to God. Because she knew that if it had not been for the Lord who was on her side, that she wouldn't have made it. Glory be to God. So she was a true worshiper. Glory be to God. And her worship carried weight. Glory be to God. It carried so much weight that when the Pharisees began to protest, saying that if he knew what kind of woman she was, he knew. He knew her. Glory be to God. They said she was a sinner. Glory be to God. The operative word there is was. Glory be to God. People love to dig up your past. People love to talk about what you used to do. But the operative word there is used to. Glory be to God. She was redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. She had been washed. She had been cleansed. She was forgiven. Glory be to God. And the word of the Lord says, to whom much is given, much is required. This woman, this 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 bottle that she had of, of perfume, this alabaster box of perfume, was it cost her a year's salary. But that was no object to her. She didn't even think about that. All she wanted to do was worship him. Glory be to God. And the aroma from her worship, glory be to God, came up to the Lord as a sweet-smelling savor. And he said to the Pharisees, he said, this woman, what she has done, let it be a memorial to her forever. It was perpetual, and it's included in the scriptures today. Glory be to God in the highest. There's a weight. I tell you, if you ever become a true worshiper, there's a weight to your worship. There's a heavy weight to a true worshiper. Glory be to God. Your worship is so powerful that it releases a fragrant aroma, throne of God, which in turn breaks and destroys yoke. Hallelujah. Isaiah 10 and 27 said, because of the anointing, the yoke is destroyed. Glory be to God in the highest. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 15. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, this is good. I'm enjoying this. For we are unto God, for we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved 
and in them that perish. This is what the Apostle Paul says. Now let's look at Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, chapter 5. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also have loved us, and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, I told you that Isaiah, Isaiah, he, he, uh, when he had this vision, he was in the throne room of God, and he saw the throne, and he saw God sitting upon his throne in his robe. And throne suggests a place of authority and provision and rulership. The reason God has a throne and we don't, glory be to God, because he is sovereign and he rules and reigns over all the earth. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. I, I, I want to share with you um, three testimonies. I want to share three examples of the weight of worship. Um, in 20, 2009, I, I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, I was traveling a lot in ministry. I wasn't working, but God was supplying me with um, um, opportunities to preach. So I always, you know, he, he provided for me that way. And um, somehow for two months, I forgot to make my car payment. I think one of those times I was in Jamaica, and then when I came back, a series of events, that somehow I forgot to make my car payment for two months. And, of course, the uh, company uh, came and repossessed my car. So I went and called them, and I said to them, um, it was an accident, it was an oversight, what do I need to do to get my car back? Because I had to be in Washington, D.C. on that weekend to preach the gospel, and I planned to drive there. Um, they told me that um, to pay the money, they told me to go to Western Union, and wire the money to them, and then call them back the next day. So I paid the money, and um, then that's when they told me to call them back the next day after I paid the money. So I was a little bit disappointed because I thought, you know, we were going to talk about getting my car back, but they said, call us back tomorrow. So I sat down on my couch, and I began to worship God. And I sang, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And I fell asleep right there on my couch. Sometime during the night, I got up and got in the bed. And then the next day, I called the company. And um, a guy was on the phone first, and he was he was not um, being very cooperative. 
So I asked to speak to his supervisor, and a woman came to the phone. And I told her what happened. I told her that I paid the money, and I told her, when can I get my car? And she said, well, we don't know. And I said, look, ma'am, I am a preacher. I have to be in Washington, D.C. this weekend to preach the gospel. I need my car to get there. So she said, hold on, ma'am. She put me on hold for about 15 minutes. She came back to that phone. She said, do you have uh, a way to go and get your car? I said, yes. She gave me the address told me where the car was at and said I had 15 minutes to get there and go get the car. Thanked her and I hung up. I didn't know how I was going to go get the car. I called a pastor friend that lives in Raleigh. He came and got me. He took me to go get my car. I picked it up. Do you know that that repo never showed up on my credit report. They never had time to enter it into the computer. Why? Because I worship the Lord. Instead of belly aching, instead of crying about the car, I sat down. After I had done everything I could do, I paid the money, then I worshiped the Lord, and I fell asleep. It's like I fell asleep in his arms, and I didn't worry anymore. You see, that's the power. That's the weight of of worship. That's the weight that worship carries. On another uh, occasion, I um, I drove to Virginia to preach some years later. And I drove there. It was a five-hour drive. When I got there, um, I wanted to lay down. I wanted to rest. My body was tired. And the pastor asked me to come go with him to a hospital to pray for a baby. Now, I was tired, and I felt like saying to him, no, I'm too tired. But I didn't. I went with the pastor to the hospital, and prayed for this baby. And immediately, once I prayed for the baby, I began to worship the Lord in in the baby's room, just worship the Lord. And I started singing and just worshiping God over that little baby. That baby was one years old. And they were not expecting that baby to live. He had some uh, deformities. And they were not expecting that baby to live. And that poor mother was sitting there holding that baby. And the Holy Spirit told me to tell her to play worship music. She had her phone with her. And the Holy Spirit told me to tell her to saturate that baby's room with worship 24-7. And I told the mother, what the Holy Spirit said. Do you know four years later, they asked me to come back to that church. I went up there, and that little boy, four years old, 
Hallelujah. This was a baby that they said wasn't going to make it. But I went in that baby's room and began to worship God. Hallelujah. And that baby thrived in that worship. And when I left, I told the mother, play worship music. Play nothing but worship music on your phone in this room. And she did. And four years later, I drove back up there to preach again. And they brought me to the house to see that baby. And I was so blessed. And the baby fell in love with my husband. He wouldn't go to nobody but Donald. So I'm telling you, worship carries weight. Glory be to God. Just recently, just last weekend, my husband and I, we like to watch Christian um, videos, especially when there's good preaching involved. So we watched a video of a church, and, um, I mean, it was awesome. It was just so awesome. The message was good. The worship, the church was a worshiping church. The pastor was a worshiper. He was a prophet and a worshiper. And I'm telling you, the worship was powerful. He worshiped more than his his members did. He kept the worship going. And I got so caught up in the worship. When the video went off, tears were streaming down my face, and I just lay in the bed and worshiped God sometime during the night. At 2.22, this just happened last Saturday, my phone rang. And my husband was waking me up at the same time saying there's somebody at the door. And I said, no, honey, there's nobody at the door. It's my phone ringing. I answered my phone, and my oldest son was on the phone saying, Mama, I'm at your door. Come and answer the door. I have not seen my son in quite a while. He's a long-distance tractor-trailer driver. My son is hardly ever on the East Coast. Most of his routes are West Coast routes. But he said he was in Atlanta, and he had to make a, a drop in Charlotte, North Carolina. So he drove from Atlanta to Charlotte, and then he had another drop nearby in Kernersville, North Carolina, which is 15 minutes away from me. And he had a three- to four-hour layover, and he said he could not be this close to me. He was in Charlotte. And, and not come and see his mama. So at 2.22 last Saturday morning, my son knocked on my door. You see, I went to bed worshiping the Lord, and suddenly my son, whom I love, shows up at my door. And I tell you, I had a smile on my face. That I, it just couldn't even erase it. I'm still smiling. All I could say was, God, I thank you. He sent my son to me. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You see, there's power in worship. 
And the Bible says that the hour has come and now is for the true worshipers. It's time for those who really, really love the Lord, hallelujah, to pour your love out on him and to worship him in spirit and in truth because the scriptures say that the Father seeketh such. We were made to worship the Lord. You and I were created to give him glory. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 15. Glory, hallelujah. Matthew 15, starting at the 24th verse. Glory. And the Bible says, I really want to start at the 21st verse. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My son is grievous, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. And he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord. You see, her worship carried weight, glory be to God. Her worship, she, she got his attention through her worship, glory be to God. And the Bible says, and he answered and said, it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. This woman came a long way to get help. She heard about Jesus, obviously. She called him the son of David. Hallelujah. She knew that he was able to help her daughter. He was the only one that was able to help her daughter. So she sought him out. But she knew who he was, and she worshipped him. She knew he was the king of kings and the lord of lords. She was a Syrophoenician woman, and she came to Jesus because her daughter needed Jesus' help. The woman sought Jesus' help because she had no doubt that he could help her. Jesus denied her request at first, but she was persistent, and then she worshiped him. Glory be to God. I came to let somebody know there is a weight to your worship. Glory be to God. When it's true worship and it comes out of a pure heart, it carries weight. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Her worship 
got Jesus' attention, healed her daughter. She could have been offended because he said, it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. She said, but yea, Lord, the dogs can eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. She didn't even mind. <laughs> she didn't even mind the insult. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You see, your true worship, it carries weight. It will unlock and open doors for you. It will give you access. King's heart. Glory be to God. When we began to worship him in spirit and in truth, and I declare unto you tonight, now is the time for the true worshipers to arise. Glory be to God. Began to worship the Lord, not because you want something from him, but because you know who he is. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the King of Kings. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. He is El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. He is El Gabor, the mighty warrior. Glory be to God in the highest. We worship him because he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you tonight. I challenge you tonight to get down on your knees and begin to worship God. Just begin to pour out your love upon him. Glory be to God. God is attracted to our worship. Our worship carries weight. Hallelujah. It is a heavy mantle. Glory be to God in the highest. And God is seeking true worshipers, those who will worship him tonight in spirit and in truth. I love to worship the Lord. I get in my secret closet, and I just begin to pour out my love on him. So many times we're waiting for God to pour out his love on us, but there comes a time, hallelujah, that you need to flip the script and begin to pour out your love on him. Pour your heart out to him. Glory be to God, not with your problems. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him how much you worship and adore him. Tell him how awesome he is. Tell him how mighty he is. Glory be to God. Tell him that you care so much about him, that you love him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Begin to love on the Lord. Minister to the Lord. Hallelujah. And watch God work. Watch God work a miracle. Watch God work on your behalf. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, somebody needs to catch this thing tonight. There is a weight to your worship. Hallelujah. Her worship got God's attention. Hey, Rabbi she worshiped Jesus, and he healed her daughter. She wasn't even eligible for a blessing, but yet he blessed her. Glory be to God. 
Why? Because your true worship, it carries weight. It will unlock doors and open them, giving you access to the throne room. You'll find yourself in the presence of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. At his right hand, there are pleasures evermore. Thank you, Jesus. Suddenly, when Paul and Silas began to sing praises and sing hymns unto God, hallelujah, suddenly the foundations were shaken. Suddenly, the prison doors were open. Suddenly, their chains and shackles fell off. Suddenly, glory be to God in the highest. The worship in your belly unlocks prison doors and breaks the bands of bondage, causing the captives to go free. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You see, true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Glory be to God in the highest. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. To be a heavyweight in the spirit, you must become a true worshiper. Hallelujah. You must become a true worshiper. And when you become a true worshiper, then you can throw your weight around in the spirit realm. Why? Because true worship carries weight. True worship carries weight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Paul and Silas, hallelujah, they were released from prison because they worshiped the Lord. The prison doors were open, and everyone changed or loose. Are there any true worshipers in the house tonight? Glory be to God. Are there any people here listening to the sound of my voice who love the Lord so much? Yes, and you open your mouth. Open your mouth. And begin to tell him how much you love him. Begin to pour out your love upon him. Worship, praise, and adoration. It belongs to him. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. 
David was a true worshiper. Glory be to God in the And God said these words about him. He said, David was a man after his own heart. Why? Because David worshiped the Lord in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Are there any true worshipers out there tonight listening to the sound of my voice? Hallelujah. I love to listen to Terry McAlman. He has a live worship CD. I tell you, demons can't even stay in the room when you put that music on and just begin to worship the Lord. A woman called me one time for prayer. She was keeping her grandchildren for her daughter, and the daughter was heavily involved in witchcraft. And the oldest child had started learning some of that stuff. And the grandmother loved her grandchildren, but she said this little girl had already began to do broom rides and stuff like that. She was she was torn about keeping these grandchildren this weekend. And I told her to go online and play Terry McAlman's live worship CD. I said, play it the whole time those children are in your house. I said, let it pray from sunup to sundown. I said, even while you sleep, let it play. I did pray for her. But I'm going to tell you something. That woman played that CD. And she told me that there was not a single manifestation of the demonic in her home that weekend. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Terry McOman is a true worshiper. Hallelujah. Are there any true worshipers? Hallelujah. Listening to the sound of my voice tonight. True worshipers arise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Last year, actually it's going on two years now, I bought a shofar. I didn't even know how to blow it. But I like the sound of a shofar. Hallelujah. And I bought this shofar, and I couldn't play it. I couldn't, I couldn't get the, the wind right. I, I, I just couldn't get it to, to blow. And I asked the Lord to teach me how to blow this shofar. I went online, and I, um, I, I looked it up, and several sites said you could buy uh, the mouthpiece of a trumpet and put it in the end of your shofar 
and blow it that way. And I said, no, that's cheating. I, 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 I don't want to do it that way. And so I, I knew I wasn't going to put brass on a ram's horn. This is a real ram's horn. So I knew I wasn't going to do that. Praise. So at first, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with it. And my friend Susan from New York, who we started the prayer line with, she began to say, blow the shofar every day. She got on my nerves. She kept pestering me about blowing this shofar. So I would blow it and get a little faint sound. It was embarrassing. But every day she would say the same thing. Blow the shofar, blow the shofar. So every day I was practicing. How many of you know that practice makes perfect? And I got better and better and better at blowing the shofar. Hallelujah. You see, this is worship. This is worship. And then all of a sudden, somewhere in between the beginning of me buying this shofar, which is now two years, almost two years, and now I don't know, but I notice a richer sound is coming out of the shofar. It's coming out. Why? Because it's coming from within. It's coming from within me, deep within. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So I'm going to blow this shofar tonight. Hallelujah. And I pray that you would lift up your voice like a trumpet in Zion as I sound the alarm tonight. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Give him praise. Give him the honor that is due his name. Glory be to God. There is weight to your worship. Hallelujah. So I'm encouraging you tonight to worship the Lord. Worship him. Get in your prayer closet. You don't don't need a crowd. Just you and Jesus. You don't need an audience. Just you and Jesus. And you might say, I can't sing. I can't hold a tune. And it's just you and Jesus. It sounds like a beautiful melody to him. Hallelujah. Because it comes from your heart. It's a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord. Oh, worship him tonight. Worship him. We were made to worship the king. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of worship. Thank you, God. 
it is truly a weapon of mass destruction. You see, the enemy, he can't stay in the presence of a worshiper. He will flee every time. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He cannot stay in the presence of a true worshiper. Hallelujah. We were made to worship the King. And we were made to bow before his throne. He delights when we lift our voice in praise to him. He delights when we worship him alone. We were made to worship the king. Yes, we were made to bow before his throne. He delights. When we lift our voice in praise to Him, because we were made to worship Him alone. You are holy, holy, holy. The King, and you are worthy, so very worthy to you, our lives we bring. So very holy, holy is the King, and you are worthy, so very worthy to you.
is area code 336-830-0601. You can find us on the internet at www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. Also, our email address is jet245 at msn.com. If you would like to bless this ministry and partner with us financially, you can do so through PayPal or through Zelle using jet245 at msn.com as your ID or my ID. Hallelujah. I invite you again to join us for the sweet hour of prayer, Monday through Saturday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We pray for one hour. Our phone number for the prayer line is 425-436-6333, and the access code is 716-5050. Glory be to God in the highest. Now I'm going to close scripture from Hebrews, glory be to God, chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor signing off tonight from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. May God bless you. Remember, your worship carries weight. The hour has come and now is for the true worshipers. Glory be to God. To worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is looking for the true worshipers. Are you a true worshiper? If you are, get in your secret place tonight and begin to worship the King. Bless you. It will open doors for you and give you access to the throne of God. May God bless you tonight. Amen.